What is the good word, everybody? And happy, merry, late day after Christmas from all of us here at the BW Sports One and especially us here at the State of Basketball. It's the big man in the middle, Big Storm. It's the guy on the wing from three. I don't know. I could come up with anything. The one, the State of Basketball, let's go. Because I'm really not a three-point shooter. I mean, I can't. <laughs> I was about to come on now. I'm not. <laughs> so, like, we've both hit um, uh, enough threes in our day. Yeah, Where do I you mean, feel I like the best spot for you for hitting threes? I got two for me. Where I felt like I was almost cash money oh, every time. Uh, the the uh, the right corner and both no ways. no no what what venue what like psalms or was it uh iupy was it uh hinkle was it uh, oh i was you know what i'm saying Psalm. so that's I what cast. i was saying psalm was definitely one of my on top of the key popped you know you get past pops turn around block them <laughs> out give it back to you <laughs> that was a good one and uh part tutor for me i remember going ham a few times in that downstairs uh part two to gym the one in the back yeah not the one in the front where i tried to have you remember when we did i had that oe and really thought i was gonna do something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i know which gym you talking about you the one where they got the indoor up running track and you can see the weight room mm -mm. from that one it was the other one the one that had the one on like the other the side yeah the one oh, that okay. kind of had the stage or whatever it okay was. Yeah, because you know, part two or they private school, they had about nine gyms before right. school, and they've updated, so I'm sure they got a thousand more. I'm sure. Now, nah, man, I would say with that question, I would say Psalms for sure, but uh, I'm gonna I'm go, I'm gonna go off the forbidden path, man. I'm gonna say Zionsville, the outdoor Zionsville, the outdoor. Hey, yeah. for some reason that court always seemed long. After playing at Psalms and then going there, I felt like that uh, court lat was like two of Psalms courts. Long. Uh, well, it it kind of made up. Well, well, I don't know. It didn't feel too long to me. But it just did to me. Well, I mean, we play college, so ninety four feet ain't really shit longer than ninety four feet. Well, no, the <laughs> one in uh, the outdoor courts in Noblesville. Those yeah, were some that was pretty, pretty long, long course too. <laughs> that was yeah. a long court. And maybe I'm thinking hey. about Fisher. You said Zionsville, right? Um, Zionsville was the, the one with the lights. With the lights yeah, at night, right? The lights at night. Yeah. So I'm not talking about that. I think I'm talking, talking about, about Fishers. The Fishers. Those were long because they had the they had the what's the name right there? Their little. I don't know if it was a pool or was there a little activity center. Yeah, like if you went back off in like in some house, a housing edition, yeah, then bam, yeah, there's a yeah, park, right? Yeah, yeah, that court long as so shit. not Zionsville. <laughs> Zionsville was cool, them Sunday nights at Zionsville were, was, yeah, it was nice hooping, yeah, yeah. It almost it almost compared to the Noblesville Sunday nights when we would go up to Connor Courts before they uh built the new high school. Good deal, good deal. So what's happening, bro? How was your holiday, man? Uh holiday was pretty cool. As you can see, the lion is trolling us. Bro, that's fine. Get your troll on. <laughs> Get your troll on. I'm glad he's able to troll at this point. Yeah, yes, we <laughs> yes, we that's are. Yes, we are. That's what I'm about. <laughs>
And I will stick my foot up his ass when I see him later. Okay, well, whatever makes y'all feel better, you know. <laughs> yeah, I got to get him healthy first. Got to get him healthy first. No, I'm just playing, bro. Um, no, the holidays was good, man. We spent it um, out in the country late at night. You know what I mean? Got some cool stuff. Uh, got me a nice uh, expensive fillet knife. So that's oh, pretty okay. good. Did yeah, you get the yeah. little sharpener with it too? The, what, what, no, I got to I got it. I got a sleeve, bro. I got a little sleeve. Like, look, look, son. I can put it on. I can put it on my belt buckle, bro. Okay. All right. Carry around like a six shooter. Listen, listen. The wife's family is country. I wasn't just gonna get no old, you know, knife. Like, I could take this knife and skin the whole damn deer. But other than that, it was cool, man. I haven't done the thing with the kids yet because Jay is down in Florida with his mom. And, uh, you know, Mackenzie, one of her siblings, his birthday's on Christmas, too. So uh, we'll do our thing here in the next couple of days when he get back in town. But other than that, it was good, man. How was yours? Uh, mine was good. I actually had uh, two out of the three. My oldest is in uh, Virginia Beach. Uh, so I wasn't able to, you know, see him physically. Um, but I did uh, rap with him. Uh, which is always nice. And then uh, Jeremy and Kendall, uh, they were with me, spent the night. Uh, your boy was on breakfast duty. I should have sent the pictures out, but uh, I got down with a little bacon, hash browns, sausage, eggs, biscuit, threw down in the kitchen a little bit. Uh, but I think they, they had a great time. They were happy with the gifts. Uh, so, yeah, all in all, it was a great, great, great holiday for me as well. Well, at least um, we didn't have any negatives uh, when it came to college basketball. Right. <laughs> Everybody did exactly what they were supposed to do. The Michigan didn't play the men because uh, somebody had some COVID in their program, so we had a game off. Uh, the Chicks did well, beat a top five Baylor team uh, to put them in the top ten. So pretty much finals and Christmas break, a lot of people, if you weren't playing in tournaments, weren't weren't playing so we can take that out so that guarantees you that we're probably not going to talk a whole lot about michigan basketball well, or any college <laughs> i feel like we can still just talk about it. i mean why not oh we uh, are right now especially we, we with friday are. coming up I'm, I'm feeling you know i'm feeling ready for friday that's a different sport yeah, but hey are you michigan. working are you are you working no for, i'll be uh, on friday i'll be on friday wednesday Yes, I work. Wednesday. I was week. trying. I was trying. Yeah. Because the line, I see him in there. I wanted, I haven't put the announcement out yet. I want to get some people on for a Wednesday show so we what can time have, is you it? know, like, oh, it, man, it's seven o'clock. Yeah. You'll be good at work. You'll be good at work. But this yeah. was just so we could talk these four teams. You know what I mean? So, but yes, if you want to talk Michigan football, we could definitely talk Michigan football for four and a half. Well, I was just saying, I have no Michigan, problem doing that. I just Michigan. I've always have something to say for Amazing Blue, but yeah. So I figure we stick with Niles Hillman and uh, Michelle Brown out there kicking ass. So you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but we digress. So not yes. a whole lot on the uh, NCAA front as it comes to basketball at this time of year. So um, I guess we're just not even gonna play the game, man. Let's go ahead and jump right into this NBA talk. I'm going to try to be ready to roll Wednesday night, homie. 
that you're like, what is he reading? That is what I'm reading right there. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see a Delion sighting on Wednesday. Oh, by the way, um, happy belated birthday to Mrs. Delion. You know, she turned a little a uh, little younger. Right. Uh, was she like 24, 25? Somewhere around there. You know, what I mean, yeah. Dan's a cradle robber, so <laughs> even, even though she's the oldest, <laughs> you know, you know, shit. but um, so we'll jump right in on the NBA, man. Uh, yeah, and really, let's just can we we'll just probably just keep it to the games yesterday. I mean, that'll be enough to just get us through. What do you think? Yeah, that's what I was gonna do, man. Wasn't not a whole lot to talk about other than the COVID and being out here throwing goddamn interceptions, man. <laughs> trying to focus, Dave. Trying to focus. I'm trying. <laughs> and he's throwing picks. I can't I can't have him doing that with picks. <laughs> no, so um Atlanta, yeah. New York, first game, yeah. right? Yeah. What you got on that? Um, this is what I got on Atlanta, New York. Um, I was kind of critical of Kimba, and I'm still critical of Kimba, but I'm gonna say this about Kimba Walker. What a professional athlete. You know what I'm saying? You you, you didn't take um, the benching and the, neg- the negative narrative that you were getting um, for the first couple of months or first couple of games of the season. Um, you got benched. You got set aside. You know what I mean? Um, you took it like a professional. You still stay team first. You still was a part of the team doing team things and just stay ready. You know what I mean? The the biggest key that I take out of that is always stay ready. You never know when your number's going to get called or your chance is going to come up or something like that. You know what I mean? And Kimba stay ready. He hits you with a 40-something piece a couple of days ago. And then the Christmas a Christmas triple-double, the first Christmas triple-double in New York history. You know what I mean, what is going on here? Kimba Walker, first triple-double on Christmas. Knicks have played 54 Christmas games. I mean, come on, bro. <laughs> But yeah, you was um I'm the same way. Kimbo was definitely the standout of that game with his 10, 10, and 12. Um it seemed like the team really rallied around him. Uh I know they a lot of them was on board, and you I don't know how much how you feel about this, and I'm trying to, to still decide how I feel about players trying to get another player to get that trip dub where it doesn't yes. seem as natural versus yes. we're gonna get this to you. I'm still on the fence of how I feel about that because I also kind of think about um, the All-Star game with Magic Johnson. I feel like a lot of them was trying to get him to do well. You know, that was that All-Star game right after he retired due to the virus. The so juice. I feel like that was uh, – <laughs> I feel like that was, um, you know, different. It was an All-Star, different situation. But at the same time, 40 minutes, 10, 10, and 12, and um, – I feel like that was definitely um, definitely a good thing. Um, Kimba, to me, always was his availability. I feel like he was another one of those that got bit by the unlucky injury bug uh, at times where he could never really crack that that ceiling. He was always that he's eh, – and then hurt. Eh, and then he got hurt. So, um, but like you said, he did take it like a true pro. He didn't whine. He wasn't asking for trades. So uh, that definitely says something about a person right there. Hey, how many, I mean, real talk, how many players nowadays could do that? 
Not a lot. Not a lot. With well, he's older too. Let's not forget, he's a little older. These younger generation, I'm not quite sure. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> something else that you know, I mean, and I'm gonna be honest about you. I'm glad that was the first game because. Uh, set aside all of the COVID restrictions or anything like that. I'm glad that was the first game because I would have liked to see more out of that game. That was something that was built up. It was a Christmas Day game for a reason. People don't understand these Christmas Day games are set because of things that happened with these two teams or those particular teams the season before. As a storyline, too. As a storyline, either during the regular season um, or a playoff situation. Well, playoff situation comes up with this one when it comes with the Knicks and the Hawks in the playoffs last year, the Hawks being able to put them out, Trey Young becoming the new Reggie Miller and uh, Reggie Miller type figure um, as opposed to New York hating somebody. You know what I mean? Like Trey didn't even play last night. I don't even know if he was there, but they were still chanting Trey sucks. You know what I'm saying? That's no. That's to let you know they have truly embraced you. <laughs> right, right. Hey, you're here, bro. And I was like, I was ready for that matchup, and I didn't get it, so I was kind of, eh, kind of toned down a little bit. I watched it, but I, you know, but was I really? <laughs> right. How how engaged were you? Yes, you, know you had I mean? it but, on. You had it on in your room, but how engaged were you with the product that was out there? Exactly. But it did turn out to be a pretty decent game as it came into the uh, late in the third and the fourth quarter where it turned into a really decent game. So, yeah. Well, how do you think about Randall with his six for nine uh, three pointer, three point outing? Um, the thing I was more impressed about what Randall was going to be cooking after you just played a 48 minute basketball game. Right. <laughs> they did say he was uh, the chef. Of his uh, <laughs> household, so yeah, uh, and, he was leaving and, the leaving the gym and going right to the kitchen. And I saw, and I heard, I saw the menu. I, I heard what the menu was going to be. Hey man, kudos to you, bro. <laughs> hey, so you you respect that man's culinary game? I respect it. I respect because <laughs> doing that by itself is taxing. You know what I'm saying? And then you got and he got small kids, so you got small kids running through the house too. And you just got through playing a, a stressful forty-eight minute NBA game. You didn't have a yeah. chance to jump in the in the in the cooler in the tub. None of that. Just Nothing. straight to Nothing. the. So I don't want to make this all about New York. I got a couple things about Atlanta. How about Lance? Make them dance. Made a little appearance. He played fourteen minutes, three rebounds, two assists, two points. Be ready for the shenanigans to uh, come sooner than later. Uh, and Collins, man, he's uh, he's really a great player, and he's got boings. Uh, he, he's really showing himself to continue to be a player that could reach that 20 uh, all year. So uh, shout out to him, and who's the other one? Wright, I think his name, last name's Wright. I think he had a little guard. You had a little yeah. guard because he had to pick up for Reddish. Yeah. Yeah, which is surprising, like – with the playoff that Reddish had, I really thought he'd have came in this year with more confidence and have been playing a little better. He might have just had an off game tonight, but I guess I was expecting more. I kind of expect – I kind of think him and Collins need to step up a little more. Collins gives you flashes. You know what I'm saying? Um, he – earlier in his career, he's had the injury bug. I think this is the first full non-injury plague season 
we see things, we see good things, but you know, I mean, I need to see this, uh, like you said, with Randall, you know, I mean, I need to see these things on a more consistent basis, need to see these done, these things done in the playoffs. So, um, that's what I'm looking for while Trey's out. I need um, Collins to do a little more, I need Redders to, you know, do a little more, you know, I mean, um. Who was the other uh, and Lance, man? I don't know why. I'm just I'm just a fan, bro. I'm just a fan. Hold on, but at this have... point, at this point, are you a fan of his play or are you a fan of the antics? You know what I mean? I think it's all combined in the same <laughs> little package. Because I wouldn't even, you know what I mean? I wouldn't even notice the, the occasional bucket or the occasional defensive play he'll make. If it wasn't for him blowing the cat's ears from <laughs> the guitar, you know what I mean, Lance is entertainment. It's entertainment, basketball entertainment. And Lance, I don't understand why he's not a bigger star because he's a perfect <laughs> for it. It's I don't know if the NBA knows how to market Lance. <laughs> this is what it Lance, is. How, how do Lance we market make this guy? Dance. All right, Lance, make this dance. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, next game, Boston and Milwaukee. What you got? Well, it looked like Boston was going to uh, beat the champs again for the third time this season. It looks like they seem to have an issue uh, with Boston. But Milwaukee, this was, what, the first time that they've had all big three, like 75% or more healthy for Milwaukee. Um Thought they played well in the second half. You can tell that most of them have been out uh, for some games um, due to either injury or COVID or surgeries or anything. You can tell they hadn't got their legs or their chemistry in the first half. Uh, Giannis kind of kept them afloat, which is ridiculous about this man's health is. Like, you can miss five games and come back and have 36 freaking points. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but – um Looks like Milwaukee is starting to um, get their thing moving. You know what I'm saying? It looks like Milwaukee is trying to find their groove. Uh, this would have been a perfect example uh, for Bo- a perfect uh, time for Boston to show that uh, Jalen and Tatum are ready to take this team to uh, the next level, where most of us are thinking. But it's kind of hard to do it when you only got. You know, four guys is really on the team that's playing, you know, with this this COVID um, uh, protocols, you know, it's kind of hard to evaluate. Like, this will have been another game, you know, if everybody was, like, fully healthy, not a day off, like y'all have all been there for two weeks practicing and running games or whatever, this would have been a really exciting game. But, damn it, let's stop looking at y'all. We talked about this when you called me. Let's stop looking at Giannis as in what what he can't do and just look at the things that he does greatly. You know what I mean? Greatly. As this dude, you can't stop him. Like, he just said, I'm going to dunk on you, little man, (laughs) and I dunk on you, little man. (laughs) Yeah, so I definitely called, and what I said was, okay, I'm all in on Giannis as far as being a great player. Uh, MVP, not sure. Finals MVP for sure, no problem with that. Regular season MVP, uh, I don't know if I'm sold like that, but I am sold on him being a great player. I will give him that. Um, it was a great game, and that's the reason why I called. I was hyped up. They came back. 
this, I guess this was the first game they came back where they were down like 15, 20 points, and this is the first time they came back to win. That was awesome. What else I got for uh, – They had DiVincenzo came back too. Yes, and he came in and immediately shot that Trey piece from about immediately. three, four <laughs> steps behind the line. Like, I've been watching the league. I know where we at. Uh, <laughs> So uh, definitely seeing that. Uh, but I, I, I have some questions for you. Um, well, let me finish with uh, Robert Williams. Well, no, yeah, I'm going to Boston. Robert Williams. I'm liking this kid. <laughs> I like his boys, too. I that, like this. He's sneaky. I like that kid. Yeah. He's sneaky he going around like, the rim. Yeah, like 14 rebounds and 11 assists in 39 minutes. Come on. I I like it how he dunked on Giannis, but when it came down to winning the game, Giannis said, "Yeah, I'm taking all of anything around this rim." Yeah, I'm taking all the smoke, all the basketball, all the spalding, everything. I, I'm taking it. But, but I like I Robert; a, he's a good young kid. And one more question on the Boston side: um, How much longer do you keep uh, Romeo Langford? Tatum, Tatum, oh. and Jalen Brown together? Do you feel like it's the others, or do you feel like it's like them not being able to figure out? I mean, they both had 25 points. Um, Tatum was really 7 for 20. Jalen Brown was 8 for 18. And Tatum knocked, uh, cracked his tooth. I'm sure – I know it was incidental, but just saying. How long uh, do now, uh, now you start some shit? <laughs> <laughs> I said you know, I'm really, sure it was an accident. That's why I said I'm <laughs> sure. But still, how long do you keep them two together before you figure out maybe they just need one of the other need another another sidekick or, or lack of a better word, another person, uh, another B player? Because I feel like they're both kind of A players, and I don't know if that's playing a part and why they're not gelling so much. I don't know if it's the others is why they're not gelling so much. But they – as a tandem on a team does not seem to be uh, profitable right now with wins. Me personally, I like the Jalen, uh, Jason, um, uh, Parison and Boston. I think both of those guys game complement each other. What looks funny that to most people is that they're both wing players. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're two and a three, and they both are so versatile between the two. It's like you got two of the same, but they're a little different in the areas. You know what I mean? I think Jason is more of a um, – <clears throat> I think he's more of a superstar mold. You know, Jalen, I think he. I think he's more of a Kawhi type of thing. Like, he's a superstar by default. You know what I mean? Not to say that right. you're not, but you are by default. Like, you didn't come in the league being – projected to be a superstar had people didn't even know who Kawhi Leonard was when he they made the switch with the Pacers you know what I'm saying right. probably people didn't know who he was but like everybody knew who Jason Tatum was when he came out of Duke you know what I'm saying like you was already set to be a superstar and that's how I feel with that but I I, I like them together because I think they both can put numbers up they both are outstanding defensive players they both guys who can go get buckets and do grimy things it's just I think they're having issues with the other players you know what I mean um, you don't have a consistent post that can take away a little bit of the pressure off of you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Marcus Smart, I think he's a he will be a good somebody coming off the bench point guard. He's not a starting point guard, and it gets exploited a lot. 
You know what I'm saying? So um, I kind of put it more on the others. So at this point, I have to look at you were looking at Daddy Ainge for putting an incomplete team around the two. And now you now that task falls on Brad Stevens is can you do what Danny Ainge could not do? Can you put talent around him? As of right now, no. <laughs> Answer is no. <laughs> <clears throat> but I see a huge, enormous amount of potential between the two. So there's got to be something there. He's been in the, league, in the league five years, and he's played on Christmas Day five times. Right. All right. Uh, Golden State Phoenix. Whew. Classic. <laughs> and you're missing people. <laughs> hey, that's why I'm ready. I can run it down for you. No Andre Iguodala, no Poole, go blue, no Wiggins, no Wiseman, and I still no Clay, and we still gave it to Phoenix. So uh, I feel like that, that says something. That definitely and Booker, says something. And Booker was playing. Yeah, I don't want to have a mask was, on anything. Yeah, I don't want to say he was healthy because you know he's missed what the last four or five games because of the hamstring. But mm-hmm. he's one of those guys like this was a Christmas Day matchup. And for one, he was a Kobe dude, he was chosen by Kobe, you know what I mean? So I didn't see him sitting out and you saw him giving effort, but you could tell the different parts that he wasn't all the way healthy. But I'm not using that as an excuse because the others kind of beat Phoenix. You know what I mean? He didn't allow uh, Chris to control the game, so to speak. Steph kind of kept canceling out what Chris was doing. Um, a couple people just didn't show up for Phoenix. You know what I mean? There was a couple Is people. It, that- hold on, but but let, let's, let's, let's not look upon Golden State as a non-defensive squad. Their defensive schemes and their um, willingness to play D, because what did our coach always tell us? Defense is all about effort. Effort mm-hmm. and angles, right? So just because they're doing it, I feel like more a lot of it was just because of the defense that was being played as well. Let's don't sell their defense short. Um, I never even got a chance to even praise their defense. <laughs> There's a lot of people missing shots. And what I did say, Steph Curry kind of kept Chris Paul from controlling the game how Chris Paul does. Because every time Chris Paul would make a, a a move for his team to get them back in a scenario where they're competitive, Steph does something to trump it or even better. And the thing that I liked about that game yesterday is the fact that Draymond Green had seven assists in the first quarter. Yeah. That set the tone. They kind of slipped a little bit in the second in the second quarter, but they picked that shit up again, as usual, in the third quarter. Draymond Green, I think – for one, I don't think he gets talked about for MVP because the fact that Steph is on that team. Now, I'm not no big Draymond Green fan, but the dude is extremely effective on the basketball court. He controls it uh, with his talk on defense, his hands on defense. He's always in the right position. He always puts his, his teammates in the right position, and he always gets them all playing hard. Like, this is the best defense I've ever seen Steph Curry play his whole career, regardless if he put on 20 pounds of muscle or not. This is the best defense I've seen him play because he's given what you said, effort. He's given more effort than we're used to seeing. So, yeah, I mean, I like it, but you have to, I I just, we got to stop talking about him just for defensive player of the year because he's doing things that MVP people do. He's just not scoring points. 
if he scored 20 points doing what he does, they're talking about him. Yeah. Just because he doesn't score points, they're not talking about him. Yeah. Well, he understands on the team that that's just not needed for him. And that's just a dynamic of each team. Each player has a role to play. And unfortunately, points like Dre, we got the points. We, points is not a problem. <laughs> the problem is making sure the communication is there vocally. And uh, sometimes with him very demonstrative or direct, you know, there's a fine line between being very direct and being demonstrative and just being whoever he is. But whoever he is seems to be working. Um, I definitely am a fan of um, making plays. That's what he's about. Because when you say, I like making plays, that could be defensive plays. That could be offensive plays. That could be passes. That can be assists. That could be that one defensive stop. It could be a rebound. So that's why I always say, me personally, I like making plays. Scoring, to put up a shot, I feel like it's fairly easy to, to lock and load. Um, the harder stuff is being able to see a play develop and being able to drop that dime where it's needed in the time that it's needed, uh, that timely rebound, that timely block, that timely, um, you know, couple words to inspire a teammate to, to do better. Those are the things I enjoy. So I definitely appreciate, uh, appreciate Draymond's game. I mean, it kind of looks like you kind of put it like Joker. If Joker doesn't score 24, 25 points, he just his name isn't mentioned MVP. He makes plays. He's a guy who makes plays on defense and offense. He makes the right reads, the right passes. He sees the floor. He's always in the right spot. But if he doesn't score 25 points, you're not talking about it. I mean, so I just I just think we need to give a little bit more effort in who we pick. You know what I mean? Can't always be the guy who wants to shoot from 80 feet. Even though right. it's great to see a guy pull from 80 feet. Hey, now you know how much I am a Steph fan, right? Yeah, I'm about to drop something on you. Oh, shit. I really feel like he may not be clutch, man. Oh, is he clutch? Oh. Is he clutch? I don't I mean, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm this like, was hey. the first game. This was this game was the first game that he scored over 20 points in a Christmas. And then I think back to those uh, those championship teams. And Iguodala got that first MVP, well-deserved, well-deserved. And I think back when it was him against, uh, don't get wrong, I'm sure, what's my guy's name, came from Minnesota, Love, Kevin Love. I think about that 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 situation where he was trying to shake seven, uh, Kevin Love and couldn't do that. I'm talking about at the highest level clutch. Like, yeah, you could be clutch on a Tuesday night in Detroit, but I'm talking about – when all the cameras are on, when it's the game is really worth something, are you clutch? I I, 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 mean, I don't know. Why can't why can't that be Kevin moments clutch? Uh, Kevin loves a uh, moment of clutch defense. Okay. Why can't we just? Why we gotta? But what do we say you, about that? Uh, good offense trumps <laughs> good defense. You do, but defense wins championships. <laughs> it definitely won that one. And I, feel I don't like, know. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, nah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea if he's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's so many. There's so many Reggie Millers, man. There's so many Kobe's. There's so many Mikes. You know what I mean? Like LeBron's not clutch. He's gotten better. I will tell you that. I feel like LeBron has gotten better with his clutchness. 
Notice, like he, notice he said he's gotten better. He yes. still didn't say he was clutch. <laughs> well, <laughs> notice that. He, he has, has hit some game winners. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Paul George has hit two game winners. He's not clutch. He's I'm clutch. He's clutch he on he's clutch on commercials. Hey, he's clutch and, in one, two, three quarters. Yeah, one through three. One two, three. Hey, he's out by the way for yes. a month. ACL. Well. Is that what I saw? ACL? Elbow. I think he tore. Uh, oh yeah, elbow. Yeah, he tore something in his elbow. But yeah, but, yeah, um, he, he's definitely been playing well. But, well, uh, I yeah. think I think Steph is in clutch moments. Like I think he. He either makes the shot or he makes the play. You know what I mean? That's that's what I kind of feel. Like it doesn't always. I think clutch doesn't always have to be the uh, three, two, his, one, bang. right? Because if you look at it, Giannis's defensive play last night was clutch. Yeah, and it was <laughs> reminiscent of the block in the finals too. So which it, was like, clutch. Yeah. <laughs> He's starting to, to build a nice little resume of uh, clutch blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I might have to agree with you on that, but we'll have to see. All right, buddy. What's that next game? I'll let you call it. What's the next oh, game hey, we're going to talk I'm about? Not even gonna, I ain't going <laughs> to lie to you, bro. I caught, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I caught the first uh, three minutes of the game and the last. What game are we talking eight. about? What are we talking the, about the, now? You talking about the Brooklyn and the Lakers? Yes. Okay. I, caught, I just want the, the people yeah. to know which game we was on. You know what we talking about? I watched, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I watched the first two and a half minutes, and I watched like the last six minutes because I was watching the Coast game. Right. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, because I knew how this was gonna go. I said, "All right, so uh, we got eight people out." with COVID and you got Anthony Davis with his broke vagina. And then, uh, <laughs> Frank Vogel who couldn't coach anyway, not coaching. And then you got Brooklyn who you get in a hurt James Harden, by the way, or not hurt coming out of protocol. She didn't really expect anything from him, even though he dropped triple double. You knew Durant wasn't playing. They had seven other people out on COVID. So it was like, uh, I think I'd rather see if the coach would go ahead and do this, but I'm going to peek in. But every time I kept peeking in, it just kept not looking right. You know what I mean? I'm tired, and I'm not the biggest LeBron fan, but I'm tired of this man at 38 getting 35, 36, 31, eight rebounds, nine assists, 12 rebounds, eight assists, 15 assists, seven rebounds. You know what I mean? Where are the others? Can he get some help? Yeah. I mean, something. Something. Yeah, he's definitely as great as he's playing for his age, he's still his age. Like, I don't know if he can carry a team like he was carrying them Cleveland Cavaliers in the kind of little bit of water down east. Um, even though they were in sixth place, where are they at now? Uh after the I, I think they're still like a game and a half out of the six or some shit like that. You win two games and you're in third spot. Yeah, he's in the seventh. He's there. They're seventh with a sixteen and eighteen record in the West. They're at the seventh spot. A couple of things though, like Westbrook. I don't know if I was talking to a friend. It may have been you. It may have been my guy, Derek. But um, he is a team killer. 
as good as he plays, the team somehow always does not meet expectation, but he does his, right? So he had a triple-double, right? 13 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. Do you know my guy was four of 20 from the field? Four of 20 from the field. Hey, listen, I'm mad at LeBron right now. Stop passing your damn ball. <laughs> if he's standing on the three-point line, don't pass him the ball. You see, everything should be going downhill, but he can't even make layup, layups right now. He's not making right. nothing. Yeah, I mean, ship his ass to uh, Sacramento and bring Buddy Hill to this bitch. <laughs> That's what you should have did in the have, first place. And then I got another question. So how did Darren Collins get clocked? But Rondo, is Rondo hurt? Is I think he's in protocol. Oh, because it says did not play coach's decision. For Rondo, oh, I thought he was. I thought he was in protocol and was available, but you know, ended up being a DMP. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like um, Rondo is definitely someone you lean on before Collison. Um, and I guess none was in the protocol as well. Is what was up with hey, man? It was so many people in the protocol. You don't know who's hurt. You don't know who's in the protocol. You don't know who's been shipped down to the Los the Los Angeles Rollers or whatever their G League is. I, I don't know, man. You had Isaiah Thomas on the ten day, come yeah. in four nineteen, and then they take four shots in the last four games. <laughs> so, and then lastly, uh, I feel like Melo's doing well. Six for 15, 17 points. I don't know what you expect from him, but. I feel like that wasn't horrible for old timer coming off the bench. I expect that from Melo, and I think that's good. But the part that they're not factoring in that they didn't want to factor in is the fact that how bad he is on defense. Defense. And like he was bad on defense anyway. But now he's old and bad on bad defense. On. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have anybody back there covering it up. Like Anthony Davis when he was healthy you know he can cover up bad defense but Dwight Howard can't cover a bad defense no more you know I mean? yeah and I don't know what happened with him either man like he came in game six minutes two points three rebounds one foul like really and then DeAndre Jordan I mean he ain't uh did not play coaches decision. yeah hey nobody ain't scared of these cats and he was on the sideline with his uniform on short shit talk about <laughs> Well, we gonna go cash this check. <laughs> I'm in LA, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna go get to the beach. Right, he's like, I don't even got a shower. I don't even have to shower. Just put the clothes right back on. Just right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get up, y'all. <laughs> nah, I know back. they. I know they don't want to talk to me at the press conference. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Anybody want to talk to me? Well, uh. <laughs> And the nightcap. You ready to move on? Yeah. Nightcap is the Jazz and the Mavs. What you got? Um, More interested in the Jazz. Uh, don't particularly care about the Mavs. Um, everybody was hurt. Like, I don't think anybody played that I recognize for the Mavs. Like, <laughs> maybe Brunson. Maybe Brunson. Yeah. But that hair, I don't know what he's doing with that hair, man. I don't know what any of them are doing. <laughs> you no, know, he ain't the only one. 
He's like, don't just call him out <laughs> without calling out everybody. I mean, there's a whole league of them. <laughs> but uh, I have a couple questions. First and foremost, uh, Donovan Mitchell is continuing to solidify himself as being one of the one of the great young talents of this league, hopefully be able to uh, move it forward. Uh, just a great game. I like the fact that he really is self-aware. He knew his shot wasn't falling, so he's like, well, time to put this hard hat on and take it to the hole. And that is exactly what he did, and he was still able to – what was his stat line? Still able to pop out with 33 points, 11 for 26. And like I said, his threes wasn't falling. He was one for seven, but he still dropped 33 on them. So uh, just that awareness and that versatility and that commitment to take it to the basket, even when the league is like – shoot from the hash mark uh that's where kind of we are uh the fact that he has that diversity in his game and able to take advantage so that is something that i took from that and i got one more question for you and it is about the mass i know you don't care but i know you've got an answer for this i mean we care about mark cuban he's indiana kid <laughs> do you think Porzingis is better off being a number one somewhere than being with Luca as a number two. I mean, he dropped 27 and nine and Luca was not playing. And you think back to those New York days, he was the alpha a one number one dog and he put in work. Only thing that got him up out of there was the injury bug. I feel like so. And he didn't want to be there. So what do you feel? Do you feel like it was toxic in New York? Do you feel like him being with Luca is hindering his growth because you see him without it? Or why doesn't he play like this with Luca? Or like, is it spacing? Is it just touches? Let's see how many. Uh, looks like he touched the ball. How many shots he put up? He put up 18 shots, eight for 18, 27 points, nine rebounds. I don't think he does that if Luca's there. I just don't. The games I've seen, I've never seen him have a game like that when Luka was playing, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, I've never really been into the hype of Porzingis. Um, I thought he, I thought he's a bailout player, as in I just want to shoot jump shots because I'm not physical enough. I mean, I'm just not, I'm not a big, I'm not real sold on him. You know what I mean? I, you know, in New York, the environment was toxic, but he was putting up numbers, but they weren't winning. Kind of same situation as Kevin Love back in the day, Minnesota. Danny you know, great numbers, but you're not winning. Danny you know what I mean? Luca playing, they're winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't adjust to him, then that's the problem. You know what I mean? You're not going to be able to, with Luca's there, you're not going to be able to stand out on the outside. Get your seven foot one ass, which nice watch, your nice lined up, fade hairline every game. Go down there and play in the paint, be the unicorn. We haven't seen any of that that we saw the glimpses of in New York. And to me, I just, I'm just not seeing it. I don't think, and one, I'm going to back up. I don't think he's a one. I don't. I don't think Christoph Persingas is a one. I don't think he's a one a, or a one B. You know what I mean? I think he's a, I think he's a solid two B. He's a two B. You know what I mean? He, I think he can do this for a team. If the one's out or if the one is struggling every fourth, every fifth game or so, he's not going to give you 27 and nine every game. 
Uh, we'll see. We'll see how long Luca's out, and let's see. Once again, he's an injury bug guy as well, so let's see if he can even stay on the court long enough to show us what he can do with Luca being uh, out. Yeah, but um, the whole thing with them, Dallas is, um, they've just got to find a way to fit. And I kind of think Luca has to get in shape, man. Dallas looks good when they run up and down the floor with them young boys they got, with uh, Hardaway Jr., uh, Burke, and a couple other guys on the wing they got down there to get up and down the floor. But it kind of looks like they get slowed down because Luca either is out of shape or he can't get up and down the floor. Now, he's a guy that makes plays, but he's a guy who slows down a, a game, slows down the team. So Slows down uh, maybe, the pace. Yeah, so maybe you need to get a different type of players around him. You know, I don't know. But I, I, it's all about the Jazz to me on that game because Spider Mitchell is – that dude is – Putting a nice ascending. resume together. Yeah, he's putting yeah, a nice and, resume together. Yeah, and like you said, <laughs> he didn't fall – he didn't do like what a lot of these guys do – Keep shooting. Keep like my mentality. You know, my mentality was shoot to your head, shoot to your miss. You know, I get it. But he didn't do that. He still took shots. He took, he just said, I'm going to move in and take quality shots. And he got to the line. When you're yes. struggling from the field, you can't just bulldog your head into the, into the lane because then you get offensive fouls and you get frustrated and all this shit. He got to the line. And that's what got him into your groove. When you get to the line, you see a couple of them fall down. Then the game starts to slow down and you get in. So, um. Yeah, Dallas down, Utah up. <laughs> Good deal. So, you got anything else uh, on this weekend or yesterday's games? No, but they were exciting. I know that. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely fun. It was great to be able to watch them, let me tell you that. It's the little things. Yeah. <laughs> it was great to be home and be able to – Spend the evening, well, actually the whole day, just embraced and uh, and with family and and with uh, basketball. Like I can't think of a better day. It's pretty good. I like it. I like it. You know, what I mean, didn't really spend a whole lot of it. We got dropped his ass off, man. That we locked the door. It was, we was in the house, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, we got New Year's coming up. So. Um, I know I want to wish everybody a safe and happy New Year's season or New Year's uh, celebrated weekend. Uh, make sure you get out there and uh, continue to enjoy yourselves. Don't let this, um, within reason, don't let this 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 pandemic that we're still in hinder you from enjoying or having a good time. Just be smart about it. Be Just like we would tell you any other year, be smart about your drinking. Be smart about your crowd going. Like you can't go over everybody's house. There's a few houses that you that you'd be like, yeah, yeah, about their food, yeah, <laughs> about their COVID. So I definitely want to second that. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. I hope everyone's 2022 is better than their 2021. Uh, same echo the same about the safety. Definitely be able to go out and do your things. Just do it. It's the new norm, unfortunately. This is just kind of the new norm we're living in. I don't think we'll ever get back to the way it is. I, I don't. We just got to be more safely conscious. Um, doesn't mean you can't have fun. We just can't do it. There's a lot of things that's changed. You remember, Dane, we, we used to be able to smoke in the club when we was growing up and in the club. 
can't do that no more. Yeah. It's the new normal. Yeah, yeah. And so there's yeah. a lot of things and changes that uh people go through and you know, but you know, we still find a way to make it work, still find a way to have fun. But definitely enjoy yourself, be safe, wish everyone well, get your cabbage in, get your uh corn, what is it, corn beef? Corn beef and cabbage. Yeah, and get you got your corn black beef eyed peas. And cabbage and your black eyed peas in and, and enjoy yourself. And, uh, oh, and New Year's that. Eve, <laughs> New Year's Eve, definitely enjoy uh, the Michigan game. Enjoy that go blue because the national championship game is here in Indy. Just let you know, if these boys go to the, cha- the national championship game, I'm camping out all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be downtown on Market Street all weekend. <laughs> Chilling. In a hammock, just chill. Now, now I'm gonna move in. I'm gonna give me old box. <laughs> that was uncalled for. I apologize. This is the wrong season to be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got anything else, bro? No, that was it. The eye of the storm, definitely. And happy New Year's to everyone. Uh, hope everyone has that better 22 than they did 21. Sounds great. Well, from the big man in the middle, uh, the all purpose utility knife. The BW Sports One family, we all wish you a very uh, belated Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And check us out on the website and all the other stuff. I'm going to go watch the completion of this ass whooping that the Kansas City Chiefs are giving my Steelers. I can't do it anymore. I hate it. I hate it. Hit the button. Hit the Deuces, button. y'all.